Before we get started in this episode of the RC Plane Lab podcast, I wanted to remind everybody that Horizon Hobbies RC Fest is coming up June 9th and 10th, so that will be one week from the release of this episode. Um, it is hosted by the Monticello Model Masters, which is one of the clubs that I belong to. Because of that, I plan on being there as much as possible both days. So, come out to Eli Field and say hi. I would love to meet you. If you're anywhere near central Illinois, it is definitely worth the drive. For more information, go to horizonrcfest.com. And if you missed it this year, it's okay. Plan on coming next year. Now, let's talk about Joe Knoll. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the RC Plane Lab podcast. I'm Ron. I'm Tom. We are back from Joe and All. From Joe and All. Just a quick reminder this is going to be the uh, last episode for me for a while. So appreciate everybody listening. Uh, I'll see you guys when I get back, or you'll hear me when I get back, whatever it is. But uh, you can look forward to really riveting episodes with Ron and Dave. Riveting. Riveting. I don't know. You're putting, <laughs> you're putting a lot of pressure on me. <laughs> I thought maybe we'd take the time off ourselves because. You're the heartbeat of the podcast. Oh, stop it. That's yeah. not true. Well, I mean, I didn't think so either, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back from Joan All. It was an experience. What? Uh, and I heard this theme a lot, and I can credit Jeff Arsenault for this. Uh, what was a bucket list item is now an annual requirement. So you're in for next We year. have to go. Well, I mean, I can't like commit right well, I now. Mean, as long as the absolute, stars align. Yes, if the stars align. And, uh, in for next year. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Me too. Yeah. It's yeah. not a. It's not an event that I want to miss again. I have the time off at work already. <laughs> 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 Got to get it in early. Well, they tell you, like if you look at the, the journal website, it tells you the next two years, I think, the dates that it's going to be. They do. Yeah, right so on the website. We are... <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I can always cancel it, but I'd rather have it in than Yeah, not no, I get that. Before we get started, I uh, just want to hit up Patreon. If you're not a patron of the show, uh, you can go to Patreon and support what we do if you like what we do. Uh, also, we have a swag store. If you go to our website, rcplanelab.com, uh, there's a link in the links there for our swag. You can buy T-shirts. Speaking of T-shirts, Lori's going to make some new designs and put them on there. I hope she remembers. She will. <laughs> And if She'll you, be bored here in a little while, so there's probably going to be a lot <laughs> well, She more. probably will. Yeah, there'll be a lot of uh, design work going on here in the <laughs> here in my basement. We're recording in my basement for a change. A change of scenery. Yeah. I yeah. like it. I do, too. It's uh, super convenient. Well, for you. <laughs> yeah. It's different. <laughs> I can't complain, though. Well, I'd, I had to come over to pick up uh, my Telemaster. Your that, ginormous Telemaster. That you... Which did, takes up half my basement. On. No, it does not. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. It's uh, not done, but it's close. It won't wouldn't take but maybe a couple of evenings for you to finish it and get it ready. <laughs> so when you get back, it'll be waiting. No, I'm <laughs> no I, I really do want to get that done, but that's something we'll we'll talk about on a, another another episode. Episode. This I want to be Jonal, yeah, centralized on nothing but the week, yeah. Kind of talk about what we experienced, what we thought. I don't want to get too much into what we've already talked about before. There's already been a couple episodes where yeah, we kind of touched on a few things yeah. um, from there. Yeah. But this is the encompasses the whole trip there, back. We're done. We're unpacked. Our planes are put away. <laughs> mostly. And, okay, mostly. <laughs> yeah, I still have a couple out in the garage that we'll have to go downstairs. But yeah. it was a good week. Oh, my gosh. It was such a good week. 
So how do you want to do this? Do you want to try and start? In well, yeah, we can kind of go down chronoclo- in chronological. chronological order. It's a tough word. It, for me, it is. Yeah. Um, Actually, yeah. sorry, I don't... Oh, go ahead. I said chronological order, and then I changed my mind. So okay. welcome to my, my brain. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to the people that we met first. Yeah. Because there was a, a bunch Quite of, a few. A, yeah, a bunch of listeners came up and, and said hi to us. Mostly they came up and said hi to me first, because I was wearing my RC Plane Lab swag. I, there was, I, yeah. And that's okay. I didn't. No, it's fine. I don't mind. What's funny though is I'm not used to people saying hi that you don't know. Yeah. But as the week went on and the more and more people came up, the more comfortable I got with it. Yeah. So I will say, if you see me out, say hi to me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I hope there was nobody that thought, oh, he doesn't like me. Man, that guy's a jerk. Well, I've been called worse. (laughs) But it was funny the, the different approaches people took yeah. to coming up to say hi. There were some people that just came up and said something. Yeah, One guy, I absolutely loved it, came up and he was just very quiet, very meek, and he just, look, I, I know you don't like people coming up <laughs> to say hi to you, but I just, I wanted to say hi and tell you I like the show. And I mean, that was great. Yeah. Like it was, it yeah. was awesome. Um, big shout out though to Jeff and his crew. Oh man. Tour, tour guide Barbie. Everybody, he's getting a shirt, by the way. Everybody needs a jet. <laughs> Lori, a is, Jeff. yeah, everybody does <laughs> need was, a jet, but also sub, a Jeff. Subliminal, I guess. I don't know <laughs> where I was thinking that, but yeah, everybody needs a Jeff because he he helped out quite a bit. Oh man, um, having not been there before us, you know, having right. not been there before, having somebody that knew the ins and outs, and there really wasn't that much that you couldn't have picked up on That's by true. yourself. But being able to get there. And jump right in um, was all thanks to to Jeff and his uh, his crew, mm-hmm. the Rhode Island guys. And they did hey a guys. wonderful job. Of, they did um, feeding us. Oh man, steaks um, for what was it? Four nights in a row? I think yeah. we had steak. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. The food there is great. It really is. And I, yeah. I have not had steak since I got back, but I have really <laughs> been wanting to. So actually, on the way home today, I think I might go pick up one. There you go. Well, more than one. We should probably pick up more than one because Crystal might like to have steak also. Well, she'll be gone late, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will get multiples. Yeah. But anyway, no, shout out to But Jeff. yeah, thanks, Jeff, a ton uh, for everything you did for us. Um, he met our trailer guy there. We Obviously, we rented a camper uh, from somebody local because neither of us own one. Um, so he was there to meet the, the delivery, uh, help him get it set up, find us a good spot, which a spot was, I thought was really I good. I was very happy with it. Um, so yeah, Jeff, James, Joe, Don, I'm going to forget Tom. I'm going to forget. I know at least a there were couple so many, of them. I'm so bad with names. Um, but yeah, those guys really, really, um, made us feel welcome and, and certainly made it easy for us to just get, show up and jump right in. Yeah. Which is good. And I also want to thank Matt. Because I was tired. I also want to thank Matt. You, you were tired. Okay, I get it. <laughs> we'll get to that. But anyway, I also want to thank Matt. Yeah. Uh, he fed us breakfast he one did. morning. and Well, offered he offered more than once the even. The second time, but we turned um, down. And then I don't know if he just got sick of asking, but... Uh, well, he probably got sick of us. He didn't. <laughs> uh, probably. Probably. That, that happens pretty quick. But yeah, thanks, thanks, Matt, for breakfast. It was wonderful. And Matt was one that uh, got a premium site this year. So we knew one person that snuck in before. Yeah, right before. Yeah, because he. So if you've had a premium site previously, then you're sort of you're on the in. list to get it for the next one. Yeah, it's yours uh, until you stop using. Right, it. Right, and uh, Matt was fortunate enough to to get one his first try. So 
congratulations, Matt. Hopefully we'll be in the same boat next year. We'll see. No hard feelings. No hard, well, kind of, but not really. Well, not towards him. To the, <laughs> no, no, no. To the process. Like yeah. next year, I think when we try to get the premium spot, we will have as many people as we know clicking on that button <laughs> right. and hope that one of them Hope that one makes it, it through. Yeah. Um, but so let's let's talk about our trip down then if you want to go on that. Okay. Well, so. Because I don't know what happened. We sort of. <laughs> well, you know what, how it started. Uh, we sort of had a little bit of a snafu with my trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Showed up at your house, and we were all set to, oh. to start loading. And uh, as it turns out, your golf cart will not fit on my trailer, even though we thought that my trailer and your trailer were exactly the same. I was surprised. Your trailer's two feet longer than mine. So we ended yeah. up taking Ron's trailer, which was a little bit of a a stress uh, factor for Ron, because he well, he's a worrywart. I was not prepared yeah. to take that trailer. Yeah. And it did great. It did fine. Um, but yeah, well, the lights weren't working or one of the lights wasn't working and we had to do the bearings real quick. And Yeah, it's been sitting for like over a year. Had to put some air in the tires. I uh, touched it. But it, uh, it, anyway, we had to pivot. Uh, we had to <laughs> grab your trailer and we loaded that. Once we got it loaded, uh, got on the road, things, uh, you know, we made that first stop to check the load and that's when I... <laughs> Discovered that Ron had forgot to put the pin in the Okay, no, 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 no. In the hitch. Now, hold on. The way I remember it is a little bit different than that. <laughs> so I hooked the trailer up to the car. Right. And I, so I, I put it on the ball, and then I hooked up the chains, mm -hmm. and then Crystal started talking to me. And you said, <laughs> if I remember this right, you said, hey, go finish that stuff with her. I'll take care of this. I don't remember that. See, I remember you saying that. That's why I left and why you started. <laughs> So it did not get locked down. Yeah. Like we did not. Like the latch wasn't even down. It was just sitting on the ball of, yes. the, of the hitch. Oops. Yeah. Luckily, we, we didn't go far. Uh, we, we made, made about that, 10 miles, was it? Uh, 10 or 12 miles. Yeah. It was, ended up being about 20 minutes later. We made that first stop because I was thirsty. and wanted something to drink <laughs> for the road. And I did the load check, and that's when I discovered. And the pin was actually still sitting on top of the tongue of the trailer, which I can't believe. But, I know. Uh, I'm so surprised. We uh, lucked out on that one. Yeah, we really Could have been a lot worse. Yeah. But worked out um the rest of the trip was pretty smooth for you <laughs> okay <laughs> so yes i slept most of the way there but it wasn't a comfortable sleep like, well that's okay I then i, I mean want, i just want you to know like as long as you weren't comfortable i was I'm very okay restless that. and i was <laughs> I, I didn't have room to spread out i could well to be fair to be, to be fair, fair um you did tell me uh, that you were uncomfortable driving my car at night because of the headlights. And I, I agree. The headlights on my car are terrible. Yeah. Um, they're not bright. Um, so I was prepared. It wasn't a big deal. But it's still, it's still fun to make fun of you for, I not, th I think I also, for not driving at all <laughs> I think I there. also told you that I'm pretty useless after 10 o'clock. You did say that. So I will probably be sleeping. <laughs> and you said that was fine. And it was. It, it really was. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of a zombie when we got there, but not bad, because I stayed up another, what, 12 or 13 hours while we took everything in after yeah. we got there. I felt bad for you, because we got there, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna, we're going to get camp set up, and then I'm going to go nap for two or three hours. There was just and too you, much you to see. Like, you were, I couldn't. You were up straight. <laughs> I mean, people were flying. There were big airplanes up on the main line already. People were flying jets already. I mean, I couldn't. There was no way I was going to go to sleep for a few hours with everything that was going on as soon as we got there. And I was bright-eyed and bushy-tailed because I had slept okay. <laughs> Restlessly. <laughs> well, it, so as the night progressed, like I, I think the last two gas stops, I pretty much only woke up for the gas stops. Like I, it wasn't 
a good sleep, but yeah. it was enough to keep me out. Yeah, that. right. <laughs> so, so for everybody, it's twelve hours. It was it was right at twelve hours with the with the stop. So that's yeah. how long it took us to get there, which wasn't too bad when you sleep most. <laughs> Um, but to Ron's credit, uh, the ride home, he did, uh, he did pitch in and, uh, drove a fair amount of that on the way home. And that actually made it so much easier Yeah, I had for, no for, problem. for me. I mean, in daylight, I had no problem. Yeah. When we got home, I was ready to try to unload the car and we'll talk about that later. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. So anyway, we'll get to that later. That so was yeah, the we got there the whole trip. Yeah, I think so. Which was not even at Jonal. So perfect. So does it? Does it really count? count? No, I don't think so. I don't so. think so either. Like by the time the next Joe Nall rolls around, I will have completely forgotten about all the, the ending part at your house. Yeah. So we'll get to that. Yeah. So, okay. So we get there. Yeah. We go around and see some stuff. Yep. What, like one of the things I, I, I feel bad because I don't remember what the airplane is. I do too. You do. You I remember? Know, I know. No, I'm, oh, I feel bad, feel bad for, yeah. So one of our listeners came up and was talking to us. His name was John. John, yeah. And people were very nice, by the way, about offering us places to sit under their tents, come yeah. hang out with us. You want a beer? Oh, I don't drink, but I still had, you know, sodas from people and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it was just, it was very nice, the um, the camaraderie, I yep. guess, was what I could say for that. But anyway, so John came up and said, hey, I've got an airplane. If you guys want to come over and sit with me, it's on the main line. We're down towards the end. We went down and saw it. I don't remember... I, it completely, I want to say Brandenburg, but I could be completely wrong. Like, I, maybe I'm just thinking of Hindenburg with a B. I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't... I mean, it was... It's a huge biplane. Mm-hmm. And what's unique about it is it has, from what I remember, it had actually two sets of struts on the wing. Instead of just having the, the outer mm-hmm. interplane struts, it had two sets of them. And the outer ones were canted. Just a beautiful, in my opinion, a beautiful biplane. I agree. With lots of setup. I agree. Yeah, John spent uh, a fair amount of whatever. The days all sort of ran together. Yeah. I, I forgot what day it was, but he did spend a fair amount um, the day they flew it the first time after they flew it, making adjustments and with the rigging and washout and getting it just right. And I did see it fly after they I fixed did it. Too. And, and it, boy, did it yeah. look good. That was a very oh, good man. sounding airplane. Yeah. Good looking airplane. Yeah. I went down and. Uh, Congratulate him and told him thanks for, you know, getting it fixed so we could watch it fly. But I, it completely escapes my mind what it was called. Well, and see, I plan on going back. John, if you're out there and you're listening, please hit us up either email or all the other different ways you can (laughs) hit us up and tell us what that was because I can't remember. Well, he left early. Yeah. It's a World War I biplane, by by the way. I thought it was... Yeah, you're right. So I was planning on going down and talking to him before we took off. I right. think it was, was it Friday? We I left. I think, well, we left, uh, well, Saturday. We left Saturday. But yeah, we were going to So I think Friday, Friday is when I went down and I was yeah. walking line or something. Yeah, and they had already He was all up. packed up and completely gone. So yeah. I was hoping to remember what it yeah. was, but I have no idea. John, if you're listening, hit us up. Let Once us know again. what that was. And thanks again, by the way, for all the, the hospitality, letting us, you know, offering to let us sit in your, uh, your easy up at the line. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was. Wish I could remember the name of that plane. <laughs> it's going to bug me. We'll get it one of these days. Yep. Um, other thing that I thought was kind of cool was meeting uh, and recording with Leon Fitz from the RC Roundtable. Yeah, that was neat. That was a lot of fun. It was uh, sad that it was only two-thirds of each of us. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, was, I was telling you about it, I think it was the day after we recorded with them. 
I was so tired. I was <laughs> I was not sharp. Yeah. I mean, so I like I don't even remember half of the conversations that we had, but I'm sure I've sounded like an idiot more so than usual. Um, because I was I not so. sharp. <laughs> I was so tired and just a zombie at that point. I think point. there was enough going on that you didn't have to think too much for the conversation <laughs> you good. were you were having. Well, I remember vaguely almost getting taken out by a radian, I think it was. That was a lot closer than I was comfortable <laughs> with, to be honest. I mean, honestly, it couldn't have been more than 10 feet from... Because you, you were closest to the field yeah, but I had where my we back were sitting, though, so with I your back to where it, it was, yeah. and it, it could not have been more than 10 feet, like, honestly. Wow. I mean, it was... Well, I had the headphones on, so I didn't hear it either, so that well, maybe that's... Well, it's a radiance, there's not a lot thing. of that's noise true. that comes with it either. But, you, I mean, you saw, like, as I said something, you turned, turned around, around you and saw there it how was, close yeah. it was while it was still Going flying away. Going away, yeah, right. So, yeah, he looped it several times, and then dove it right into the ground so i have no clue what happened yeah. see I, I was almost wondering like having one of those airplanes i know that the the tail the horizontal stab is held on with tape, tape. right so if he didn't tape it well enough yeah. or if it slid a little bit maybe that's what was causing his issues of yeah. not having the throws or to where all he had was you know like full up elevator because he was just looping yeah. almost constantly did you want to take this opportunity to talk about crashes segue into crashes or you want to move on down the list uh, I, I'm going to confuse myself if we don't move on down <laughs> okay. our list because All right. I will not remember Crashes anything. are coming, I promise. <laughs> I will not remember anything else if I don't uh, follow our okay. outline. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, what else so what are we at? John's big biplane, we talked about that. Yeah, and then Lee and Fitz, that was good. So we camped at the 3D line. Yes. Like, Jeff got us set up back that way. Mm-hmm. I think, like, I don't know what the other places would be like. But I was absolutely happy with well, I know, where we were. I know where I would not want to camp. I think I agree with that. Yeah, that's along the the road there, along the the electric and the electric 3D lines. It gets pretty dusty when it gets hot and dry. Yeah. Um, a lot of traffic on that road, so it really get, kicks up a lot of dust. So. Yeah. So we the first few days we were there, we didn't have any rain. Yeah. Like it obviously had rained before we got there. Right. Um, and, yeah, the amount of dust. So... I don't know if there's premium spots over there or where they are. I didn't really pay much attention. Yeah. But right I don't, ac- I don't think there is. You're talking about along the electric line? On the line. E-line? Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't remember seeing the boxes. That doesn't mean they're not there, but... Yeah, or yeah. that I just didn't see them. Right. Um, but anyway, so that got so much dust from people driving back and forth because that road, like, it's only wide enough for pretty much a vehicle. Yeah. And anytime you pass somebody, you have to go off the road in order to keep it, uh, or to, in order to have room for both of you. Yep. And so all that mud and dust and stuff was just going everywhere. Like the campers that were parked there were covered with, with dust. With the dust, yeah. So, And I don't know how bad it would be if you were a row or two back, because they had yeah. like another road kind of thing. Set yeah, some of the areas road, there, they know. were deep enough to have another area behind them so yeah. yeah maybe the dust didn't travel that far but maybe it was okay there um, but i really liked where we were at i like the sound of where we were at yeah it was constant <laughs> yeah just the hovering night or not nitro the hovering gasoline Gas- engine yeah. sound and the jets and the jets yeah there were hovering jets there too they weren't they didn't fly cool. as much but no they flew a good amount yeah but it yeah. was it was constant with the you know like the DA one twenty. Yeah, and all I mean that I would. Stuff. Oopsie, oh, that was loud. I would be interested in seeing what uh, camping would be like along maybe some of the other areas, like around the pond where we were doing the float flying. Yeah, I think that might be a good spot too. But 
Where we were at, I have no complaints. Yeah. Not really. So We're so close to the showers and the and that the bathrooms, was nice. too. We were pretty much within walking distance of yeah. our facilities. Yes. Um, but, like, we had a long drive to get where we were going when we went over to the, like, the float line. Yeah, when you so, say long drive, it says long ride on a golf cart. Well, but it's still, so <laughs> it, is it adds up. Like, and what is the, the distance, you remember? Well, so you checked it on, I think you used your, your watch. My or watch, yeah. Whatever, and from our doorstep <laughs> to where we were flying on the float line was a little over 1.1 miles. Yeah. So double that is a, you know, two and a quarter mile round trip. Yep. And that's not counting, like, going farther up to the main line or going to different places there. Right. So I would say, honestly conservatively probably 120ish miles total on the is golf cart what we drove on the golf cart last week in a week's time that's that's a lot of miles because i <laughs> yeah because that last day that we were there that friday we made quite a bit of trips and i think did. it was over 30 miles just in that one just in that day <laughs> one day so yeah yeah i mean definitely over 100 and, or definitely over well, 100 miles and imagine sure, if we but, imagine if we had days with no rain it'd be even more Oh, you know, yeah. that one day it rained Thursday, all we day, really we didn't much go anywhere. Anything. So, yeah, that's, it's a, it's a huge, like, if you don't know what the facility looks like, it's, it's absolutely enormous. Yeah. And it's I'm, a, I'm hoping by the time this goes up, this episode goes live, that I will have a video posted on YouTube with, like, I literally just put the GoPro on the golf cart and just drove it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, originally I was going to do that just so when I got home, Crystal could see what it was like and all that stuff. And it's like, well... That's a good idea, actually. Why not just post it? That way you can yeah. have other people see it. That's a good idea. Like. Yeah, you'll you'll get to see all of the flight lines, all five of them. Well, six if you count the helicopter line, right? Do There's... you count the helicopter well, line? <laughs> you know, we beat up the heli guys. I know. I'm but, joking. But that night show, that, the, the, that one guy really, really did put on a, I don't even know who it was, but a 3D demonstration with lights on the, on the helicopter. It was really yeah, impressive. Lights on the blades. It was yeah, pretty good. Was, I don't know how... Well, any of the 3D guys don't crash. Yeah, right. Heli or airplanes. Or airplanes, yeah. So, but yeah. Do you want to talk about float flying? Yeah, let's talk about you, float flying. Yeah, so Ron's first experience on floats and my pretty much my first experience on floats because I, I did it once many, many years ago and didn't know what I was doing. And to be honest, I don't even remember the technique or anything. So it was kind of new to both of us. Um, and of course, I converted the old stick, put the Goldberg cub floats on it and it performed beautifully and you flew the twin otter which also flew beautifully it did like i bought that plane just to take here because everybody said that we talked to you need to have a plane on floats and they're not wrong absolutely correct (laughs) yeah like i am so glad because that wasn't a very expensive plane and it flies all things considered yeah it flies very very well and it came with floats and gear. Yeah. And and lights. How could you not be yeah. happy with at that? At dusk that plane is is so neat. Yeah. At dusk with the the lights and the leading edges of the wing and then the tip lights. Yeah, it looks really really good. I will admit there was one time <laughs> one time where it was getting dark and I was flying it and I thought I was coming towards me and I went to bank left and the plane banked right and I was like, "Uh-oh." Hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's a bad thing. That must mean it's not coming towards <laughs> me. So yeah. I a little pucker factor, and then you make a, a turn that I thought I was turning away from me at that point, yeah. even though it was coming towards me, and then everything was just fine. Yeah. 
and you I did was not done need... for the night. Yeah. <laughs> then, yep, called it a night. You did not require the boat of shame, though. I'm so, so proud good. of myself. You, yep, you did a good job. Somebody else didn't. Well, I was didn't in the boat of shame twice. So, on okay. the float, go ahead. Well, tell the, the story about the first time you went out, because that wasn't a big deal. But honestly, when you had to go out to retrieve your stick, <laughs> I didn't get to see that, because that was when the, uh, the Blue Angels F-18 actual jet was flying. So I was over watching that. Mm-hmm. And then I turned around just in time to see you in the boat. And I was like, is he going to get somebody else's plane again? And I saw the stick upside down. Yeah. Uh, so the first, so let me start by saying at the float line, there is a boat there for retrieving wayward airplanes. <laughs> um, and it is actually officially called the boat of shame. It actually has that written on the side of the boat, the mm-hmm. boat of shame. And then a duck on the back. I don't get the yeah, duck, I don't but that's okay. Duck, but that's okay. Uh, so yeah, the first trip was uh, to help. Uh, I believe it was Jeff. Uh, he over. Oh, listen to you calling people. He overturned out. one. Well, I didn't say which Jeff. There's you know how many Jeffs were oh, there. That's, okay. There was a bunch. Yeah. Um, so anyway, went but out there Jeff to, to retrieve <laughs> to retrieve his, which uh, I think it was pretty much the same thing that happened to mine. Uh, got a little bit of wind and got one of the floats and flipped it over. So, yeah. A little bit later, I think it was a couple of days later, I had to take a trip out in the boat of shame for my own airplane. Which it's funny because it was kind of windy that day. Um, so, yeah, the airplane flipped over and, of course, it's balsa, so it just floats on top of the water. And the wind actually pushed my plane back to shore before I could actually reach it with the boat of shame. So, technically, I didn't even need to get in the boat of shame because I never put an airplane in it. That second trip. No, so. but I do have pictures of oh, your no, airplane yeah. upside down, and then you in the boat of shame. Yeah. So oh yeah. You yeah. had you went out there because of that. Yes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but uh, I didn't. What I'm getting at is I didn't really need to get in it because the wind finally blew it to the shore, and I think Tom, uh, Rhode Island guy, grabbed it for me. Was it yeah, Tom? I don't. It might have been Jeff. I don't remember who was out there. Well, was somebody out there along the shoreline with you. And you, it was nice of you to offer to help, but you were too busy taking pictures, with, you know, with your camera. I carried it. Ba- well, that's what I take pictures <laughs> with, by the way. But I carried it back part of the way. Part of the way. Part of the way. <laughs> After you got the shots you needed. After I got the pictures <laughs> to prove what happened. But I mean, that, it happens a lot. Yeah. That very thing, you know, you catch the tip of a float, you get the wings not level, you know, too close to the water, it'll grab the float and just flips it right over before you even have a chance to react. And see that that. I didn't have anything that scared me. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't have any times that I was concerned about that happening. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's just like the little foam ones float better. Because <laughs> my plane is so much lighter, obviously, oh, yeah. than yours. Well, so much smaller. So I don't know if it had to do with the fact that it was floating better than yours was or higher to where the the floats weren't, like, kind of digging it. Like, I don't know what made it different, but I never even thought about going yeah. upside down with it. Yeah. So I was lucky in that regard. Yeah. But we did a lot of touch and goes. Oh, and yeah. That, that's and that's a lot of fun. <laughs> Seeing how smooth you can get it on the back on the water yeah. without bouncing it or And then sometimes not. <laughs> and then sometimes just not. Yeah. And then you want to not admit that that was you. you know, <laughs> right. Somebody else did that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was three I, touch and goes in once. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a few not so pretty landings, <laughs> but... uh the, like I said, to me, a perfect landing is just so fun to do and watch. Yeah. That's worth practicing and having some not-so-good ones in order yeah. to learn how to do it well. Well, the, fortunately, the stick is big enough. It's it's easy to see. Yeah. It's just physically bigger. Yeah. So watching the rudders on the floats just 
just enter the water before <laughs> the airplane. It was just so cool. I like the the when you took off and took pictures, you could see the the water coming off of it and falling back down into the lake. I thought yeah, that's that was neat. Cool. So I, I've got a bunch of pictures that I'm hopefully by the time this comes out too, <laughs> I plan on having on our website. Cool. So a bunch of pictures of what we saw, what we did, all that kind of stuff. Um, so if you guys want to see pictures, I hope it's done. Go take a look. Yeah. That gives me some time. So I Ron took I a lot done. of pictures. I'm not going to post them all because yeah, a lot of them are, but... you know, the same thing, seven, eight pictures in a row because you want to make sure you get <laughs> the right sure shot. You get it. Yeah. So there's a lot I got to yeah, go through and delete. That. But yeah, it was multiple thousands of pictures. <laughs> I didn't take so many. I think about 150 is all I ended up with. Oh my God. Well, yeah, I just get so wrapped up in what I'm watching. It doesn't even occur to me to whip out my phone. And besides that, the camera on my phone is not great anyway. So it's not nearly as good as yours. So Well, that's why I got the new phone, to be honest. Yep. I'm glad you did because it takes fantastic pictures. I, one thing for next year I want to remember is to take more video. I took yeah. a lot of pictures, but I think a little bit more video would yeah. be handy. Too. I took some video. Maybe I'll send them to you and you can yeah. put them up if they're That'd be good enough. We'll see what they are. Um, but yeah, did, so talking about the flow of flying, um, this was going to come later in the episode, but uh, I'll go ahead and hit it now. Nitro plane. You know, I'm a nitro guy. Everybody that listens to the show and listens to it regularly knows that I'm the nitro guy and I'm a diehard. Next year, I'm not going to take a nitro plane. Um, the reason there's really not, other than the float pond, there's really nowhere to fly them unless it's huge. Um, but even then, you know, when you're when you're stepping over, you know, twenty five thousand dollar jets to get to your, you know, five hundred dollar telemaster or whatever it it makes it kind of puts me in my place you know i i, I didn't i wasn't nervous and you know, we're gonna get to this later too but i wasn't well, we can talk about that now if you want i wasn't nervous flying on the main line but i there's, there's definitely like a i don't want to say pecking order but there kind of is like you know the you get in line and and the marshals air marshals or the field marshals whatever they call them um, are very good about you know making sure you get your turn right but you know, I don't want to hold up somebody, a, a team guy, let's say, who wants to put on a show for potential customers uh, just so I could go out there and fly my nitro plane and fix that, you know, scratch that itch when I can do it in other locations. So there's nowhere else you could fly nitro. You could fly nitro on a 3D line, but I i don't know too many guys flying 3D with nitro. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and obviously the electric line and the electric 3D line is electric, electric only. only. Um, so yeah, I, I probably won't, if I don't take the stick, I, I won't take anything else that's nitro next time. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I'm kind of surprised to hear you say that. Like when you're talking about not being, not feeling like you fit in with those kind of airplanes on yeah. the, the main line. So like to me, I, the, okay. So you you threw me when you said like a team guy trying to fly something to sell something. To me, I don't care about that. They have their noontime demos. They can do right. whatever they want where it's actually closed down for them to schedule that. Right. Like I'm not worried about them as much as just the guys that are out with their big fancy expensive stuff that really that line I guess technically isn't made for, but that's kind of where they all go cuz that's the only place they can fly too. Right. So I I'm I'm just surprised the, the way you put that. I think it kind of threw me off. Like I'm more apt 
I don't want to say know my place because that's not what it is, but like certain planes. When, okay, when we were up there, we had the most not good looking planes that were there. Let's be honest. They were cool, but they did not meet the level of the other planes that they were sitting with. Would you concur? I mean, they were on the lower end of the spectrum, yes. <laughs> Lowest. <laughs> <laughs> there were some planes there that were not pretty. I mean, there were some smaller planes on the main line that were, in my opinion. Other than the three other, that we had. Other than the three we're talking about. Yeah, there was a, a few others that I looked at. I was like, oh, see, I mean, good for him or her. You know what I mean? Maybe I didn't even notice them then because they were just not grabbing my eye's yeah. attention. Yeah, there was a, yeah, there was a, a, a couple of others, that two or three that I could think of that were, you know, okay. kind of at, at our the, level, level. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, but no, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's not that it's not that I didn't feel like I didn't deserve to fly on the main line. That's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is... Um, if I had taken my stick up there, well, number one, you it's had, not big enough. It's not big enough. But let's say I had an eighty-inch nitro-powered stick. Um, I I probably wouldn't fly it on the main line just because, um, yeah, just, I don't want to get in anybody's way. You know, the big telemaster, I didn't feel that way because there was one or two other airplanes in the air at the same time at about the same. Speed. So we flew with Jeff and his telemaster. He yes. has an electric telemaster, the same eight foot size that yep. we have. Yep. And then we flew with Lee and Plywood Overcast. Right. Yeah. The three of us flew together on the main line. And he was definitely the slowest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, I had a blast. That, like that was fun. But that we, was a lot of fun. To but watch. we, for a brief, you know, for a minute or two, we almost had the flight line to ourselves. And then a little bit later, a couple of jets took off and some other big ones. And even then, since the three of us were out there kind of first, I felt like it was their job to get around us. We were the slower, kind of like the, kind of like the pedestrians in the crosswalk, right? It's up to someone else to get around us because we're in the crosswalk. You know, we're the slow yeah. things that can't really get out of our own way. It's up to them <laughs> to fly around us. But we, you know, we were, you know, we established a pattern. We've, we kind of stuck to our pattern. We didn't do anything silly right over the runway. Yeah. So in that regard... I didn't feel uncomfortable at all. But if it was just me out there alone with like an 80-inch nitro-powered stick boring holes in the sky, that's I wouldn't feel that that's where I should do that. And to be honest, like, I, I wish I was better at putting into words how I feel about it because yeah. I, I, nobody me too. that I saw when, when I was around up there, nobody made me feel that way. Oh, no. Like no, there was not a single person no, that I heard. Absolutely not. It's all self-inflicted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was really cool to actually see the main line. Like that's such an iconic picture, you know, yeah. like you, you know what that looks like yeah. from watching so many YouTube videos and all that Right to actually be there and experience it and see our airplane fly was, was kind of surreal and kind of yeah. cool. It was fun. It was. And then I had to mess it all up on the landing. You Golly, what an idiot. I love that. I'm sure you did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Perfect Everything. I'm not Mr. Perfect Everything. I know, but... But I did. I really, really botched the landing. And it's on video, which is awesome, so you should post that. I got to try and find that. Yeah. yeah. I haven't downloaded that one yet, but... Broke the propeller. Dang it. Well, so it's... it's So the flight line is huge. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's a huge... So I set up the base to final, like, 
about five miles away. <laughs> it feels like now looking back. You were Reggie. Flying. I was way the heck. Well, I, I, I didn't want to do something dumb and like <laughs> stall it, you know, and you know, trying to do a short <laughs> final or something stupid like that. Yeah, but a telemaster is not going to stall. But anyway, um, and the flight line sort of the runway kind of runs. So as you're standing at the at the pilot station, to your right, the runway. It's a it's a full scale runway, by the way. Mm-hmm. This is like an actual airstrip grass, but it's with an like weird astro turf grass. Or something. I don't yeah, even it's know like, what. It's, it's almost like golf green. Yeah. grass. I mean, it's real grass. Yeah, but uh, very very smooth, and I mean, it's like it's perfect. Yeah, as far as grass strip exactly, goes, it's perfect. But it's not level. It sort of runs downhill if you look off to your right. So we were flying a right hand pattern. So I'm you know flying. You know, coming across, making a right turn, then making another right turn, so on and so forth. And, yeah, I, I set up the final so far away, and there's so much other noise going on, I can't really hear how much, I mean, I know how much throttle I'm giving it on the transmitter, right? But I can't hear the engine over all the other jet noise, mostly, yeah. <laughs> that was going on. So I didn't really, I didn't want to get it too slow and stall it, so I just wanted to get it on the ground and get out of everybody's way, because I think Jeff was already down, and I know... No, Lee, I think, was still flying because I think he was still doing a, I think he was still doing part of, anyway, doesn't matter. I just wanted to get it down, get it out of the way and get it behind me because, you know, it was fun, but it was a little stressful. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I'm lining up to final and I'm way far away and the runway is sloping down away. So that that reference, that, that uh, depth perception is weird because, you know, the runway is falling away. So... I do my best to set up a nice, easy glide, and it 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 touches down, which I was expecting, but it bounced back up, and it surprised me. Well, then I I think I forgot to flare, so it came down, bounced again, and hit the hit the propeller, and that was that. I mean, that didn't break anything else. It didn't bend no, the gear, no, or nothing. No. It didn't hit hard. It just it was nose down enough to where the propeller hit the ground. And nose down enough, and then the the wheels I have on it are probably squishy, balloony enough. Yeah. To where when you hit hard, it, they give a lot more than like a foam yeah. one would. Yeah, I wouldn't say it hit hard. Of course, I only watched the video once, so I, I need, need to watch it a couple more times. Yeah. But yeah, wooden prop. If, if it had been a, a master air screw or an APC, probably wouldn't have even broke the prop, honestly. Yeah, but would look cool. But yeah, what an idiot! <laughs> In front of God and everybody, I yeah, I've set the telemaster down a little bit too hard or nose low and broke the prop yeah glad it wasn't me yeah i was so embarrassed <laughs> and then we had to run out on the because like, when you say we well I, I went back out to get the propeller piece no i grabbed the propeller okay well i started to go out there <laughs> i thought did you really i did yeah i brought the airplane or maybe you, maybe you the airplane. the airplane halfway back up to me and i grabbed that then maybe but i, I ran out to grab the propeller because i didn't want anybody to run over that yeah well because so. I, I didn't know what was going on at first i just saw you land and i was looking around at other stuff and then I see you out on the field. I was like, what is he? And I saw the propeller. I was like, oh, oh, he doinked it. <laughs> <laughs> that I did. <laughs> but that was really, for us, that was the only negative aspect to flying that whole week. Yeah. Yeah. Even turning mine upside down on the pond turned out to be a no issue. Yeah. Yeah. We grabbed it. it. I fired it back up and flew again. Yeah. It was not and a big it's dried gear. out now. It's pretty yeah. good. So well, I've got the regular gear back on it now. It's oh, did you put it on already? Way, but You're yeah. quick. Um, so what else did we fly? Like, I, I know I flew the night rating a couple times. Yeah. 
Yep. And flew the um, the shiny. Yeah, I was gonna say we did some night flying, which was fun. Happy to see the shiny back. Yeah, that flies me too. so good. It's so yeah. bright too. Yeah, I know. It was, when it's up close, it's really bright. It's blindingly bright. <laughs> yes. Like it. That's why I usually don't turn it on until right before I throw it. Yeah. Like I, because the the switch isn't a perfect spot for that. It's on the mm-hmm. left hand side of the fuselage, underneath the wing. So as you're holding it, ready to throw it, that's right at thumb height. Yeah. And you can just flip it and turn the lights on, close your eyes, close your eyes, and yeah, and throw it in the um, air. But yeah, you did. Uh, you flew the radiant and the and the shiny. I flew the um, the e streak at night for the first time. Yeah. Only with half the lights because I forgot the wire harness to be able to plug in the fuselage, but okay. it was enough. I, I could. I had no problem seeing it. Um, and I flew the E-Streak many more times, too, the following day or the day after. Yeah. The days all run together. It but, all runs together. Um, but, yeah, we did. For for the for an event like that, I feel like we did a fair amount of flying. One thing I want to I, I wanna bring up, though, is so, you know, I have the, the Spectrum G2 batteries mm-hmm. and the charger that I specifically brought, well, bought and brought, so I would have something to be able to charge a little bit faster. Yeah, I mean, crazy. it's so it, they work so well, like literally. And we were flying the batteries down to when I put it on the charger, anywhere between thirty and fifty percent. That was about a what were we doing six, seven? Well, they were they so. were more towards fifty percent when you would fly, and they would be more towards thirty percent when I would fly it. Not necessarily, because <laughs> I put some on that that were thirty five percent. Oh, okay. Um, because it's all about how fast you're flying like how much you're actually using throttle wise but anyway so or how long you go past your timer uh, well and that timer is <laughs> built in to have enough time yeah. just in case i yeah. think it's well, i don't even remember what it was it doesn't matter but anyway so charging those batteries we were getting full charges on them from 30 to 50 percent in less than 10 minutes crazy i mean two batteries would have been plenty plenty having four was about useless because you just you couldn't use them no You'd be you'd be tired of flying if you just kept recharging all those four batteries. If you did that, you could literally fly all day straight with two batteries. Well, let's say three if you want to fly straight. Yeah. But yeah, those those yeah, that's worked impressive. out really well. That's I was that's very with. very impressive. How quickly they charge? What is it? It dumps like twenty amps in them right at no, first or something like that. No, no, no. So the three S twenty two hundreds were charging at eleven amps. Eleven still. Man. Yeah. It'll go up to twenty twenty five on different batteries, but. With the the G two batteries, like I said, you can charge. I think at five S or five C. So yeah, eleven amps is what that's that awesome. In it. And it finishes I'm, them. I'm, like I'm happy with it. Well, sure. Yeah, you should be. Like Very eight. Happy. I think eight minutes was about the average. Yeah. Because there were some that were finished in seven minutes, and I I'm like, come on. Yeah. Feels like you flew longer than that. It was almost a one to one. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. Which is uh, kudos to uh, Spectrum and their smart technology. I'm happy with. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. What else? What else did we fly? That was uh, we f- it. Yeah, we flew everything we took minus my little Mustang. That's not true. I didn't fly the Ultrix or the oh. UMX Ultrix. Oh, that's right. I flew mine. Oh, why you didn't did, you fly did. yours? I, time ran out. Well, but I mean, why didn't you fly yours when I flew mine? You brought it with you, didn't? you? I don't like flying that at night night. Oh, and okay. that was night night when you Yeah, did. it was like dark. that that's a dusk flyer for me just cuz I lose orientation I pretty you. easy on that one. Yeah. Um but it was definitely just I forgot. I don't want to say forgot cuz <laughs> like I li- I literally would think about it and I want to go do that. Something would come up and then you kind of remember it later and then it's dark. 
Yeah. And then the next day it starts over and the same thing just went on and on and on. <laughs> yeah. And time does not exist there, I swear. It's strange. Like, it is so, so Like, that weird. first day it seemed like the longest day ever. Probably because, you know, well, for me still too, kind though. of a zombie. But, like, the days after that, they just progressively felt like they were getting shorter and shorter because we were packing so much in each day. I think so, too. Um, and you were getting, I was getting more comfortable yeah. being there and stuff. It felt more like home as the, the week went on. Yeah, like, imagine it, it what really it's going to feel like next year. I hope that feeling starts from the beginning. Right from the beginning. Like, yeah. knowing what we know now, Yeah, knowing what to expect. Yeah. I'm... I, I yeah. yeah, like I'm, I'm excited already. <laughs> I am too. Only three hundred and sixty-three more two, three hundred sixty-two more days. Well, right. that would mean Something that like that was four days ago. Well, that's when we came home, right? Well, yeah, you want to count? Well, down I to guess when we yeah. Come home. So three hundred, three hundred fifty, fifty something. Yeah. Either way, um, looking forward to it already. Me too. <laughs> oh, well, do you want to talk about the the other thing I tried to fly? Yeah, I was just thinking times? that you bought an airplane. By the way, I did not buy an airplane. You did. That's true. I I did. So um, the Rhode Island guys, um, they bought these uh, flying wings from Mikey mm-hmm. uh, while we were there, and that looked like a good time. I so I joined in the fun and I bought one too. <laughs> and between the five of us, because four of them bought them, right? Three or four, three or four, yeah. three or four of the Rhode Island guys bought one, and I bought one also because it looked like such fun mm-hmm. watching <laughs> other people try try to fly them. Um, yeah, I bought one, and I was unsuccessful in flying it on three attempts. Yeah, there's a technique to launching those silly things, and I think you got much happier, by the way, after you decided just to leave it until you got home. Yes, I did. I, I, <laughs> Once I decided. Seemed- yeah, once I decided I was not going to learn how to uh, learn my launch technique until I'm someplace comfortable where there's nobody watching. Yeah. Well, okay. let me know when you're there. I want to watch. <laughs> well, it'll be you know, <laughs> six months or so, probably. But it's there were a lot of guys flying wings, especially yeah. at night. Yeah. And that's why I wanted it, because this one, the one I bought, you know me, I'm a patriot. This one's red, white, and blue, and it's got red, white, and blue LEDs all over it, and it has red... LEDs on the left and you know green ones on the right and yeah it's patriotic and just right up my alley <laughs> and uh, yeah unfortunately I attempted to fly it three times and broke it three times. Well, in those three flights, you got a good second and a half out of it. <laughs> yeah, if that. <laughs> I'm not sure I even got a full second out of it to be honest. Yeah, it looked like you threw them pretty much right into the ground. That's what it looked like. Yeah, yeah. according to the to the video. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, it will. It survived. It's uh, it's in one piece right now, so I'll definitely take it next year. That is hopefully th- with some practice beforehand. Yeah, and that is one <laughs> thing I will say: those little pusher wings are very durable. Yeah, like for sure. You had issues with ESCs getting one that worked. Yeah, but I don't think that was from the design of the plane. No, I, I mean absolutely like, not. Those bounce and get thrown right back up. And yeah, I mean I up. can't tell you how many times I saw. One or two guys, you know, attempt to launch it, fail. Attempt to launch it, fail. Attempt, like right, at, and then finally get it right. Like after three failed attempts, three crashes, let's call it. Yeah. And off it goes. Yeah, they're very durable. They bounce quite high too <laughs> when you uh, go in nose first. That that might be something I would be interested in trying to. Yeah, I think there's other ones that might do. be better suited. You know, like something with safe maybe that helps with the launch. <laughs> no, I like I actually wouldn't mind learning oh, the technique. Okay. All right. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. 
It doesn't look. I think that's the problem. Like it doesn't look difficult. So after watching so many people do it, in my mind, I know what needs to be done. But that doesn't mean I can do it. Yeah. That doesn't mean I've I thought practiced I practiced enough too. to because I that. thought I had watched enough too. But yeah, no, there's definitely a technique that needs to be mastered. Yeah, and I will eventually. Yeah. But yeah, I bought an airplane. It was not very expensive. It was less than I think it was less than one fifty, and it was all ready to go. It had all the electronics and stuff in it. So yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll get it mastered and then fly at night with that thing, screaming <laughs> with those tiny little propellers. Man, they sound so cool. They sound like an angry. Something or another. Something, yeah, I was yeah. thinking B, but yeah, you did not buy an airplane. No. Do you want to talk about stuff you bought? Well, I can't. <laughs> okay. Fine. I only. Well, I asked because well, you think, know, like I said, I don't want. Yeah. To. Well, know. but that's part of the hobby. Like buying things is part of the hobby, and we it is. we do it. So I think yeah. it's okay to talk about. I don't like. I think I only remember two things that I bought. Is that? <laughs> so I um, bought the the twenty channel safe receiver, not safe, the power safe receiver, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then I finally made the plunge. Horizon had some really good deals going on while we were there. They did. And I bought the iX20 SE. So I'm very happy yeah. that I have a new radio to go with my new jet whenever that comes in. Yeah. I'm happy for you. That's a beautiful radio. Uh, you let me actually fly your uh, twin otter with it. And, man, that thing does feel nice. It has a <laughs> – so, honestly, I before we went down or went over there um, – I had never or never even held one, but Jeff has an iX20. And so I was playing around with it, you know, kind of feeling, because it's longer than I'm used to. It's so a I wasn't taller, sure. Yeah. I mm-hmm. wasn't sure if that was going to be awkward, but it actually fits really well in your yeah. hands. Like, I didn't think anything about it once I started yeah. actually holding it and, and using it. Um, so his was actually the first iX20 I'd ever, ever held. Um, and he said he liked it and all that kind of stuff. So when I saw they had the sales... I was, and it was a significant, like significant savings. Yeah, because I mean, it was no, about twenty percent off. Yeah, yeah, it was a. Is that? It was yeah, very, it's about twenty yeah, percent off. It was a very like not only did they have it discounted quite a bit, um, you know, you don't pay shipping or the no tax. Anything yeah, like that. none of that. It was all, so all built into the price. Yeah, but so one of the things that drew me because I was thinking about the iX fourteen also. Like, that's the newest radio they have out. Doesn't mean it's the best, but 14 channels should be enough for about anything I can think of that I would need to do. Um, but, like, honestly, the case that comes with the iX14... Yeah, it's a turnoff. Is, to me, it's a turnoff. To me, it's, it's I don't want to say junk, but it's, but it's not a good case. I mean, like, I'm sure it protects the transmitter, which is what it's designed to do, but... I really like the iX12 case that my radio came in. I do. Nice hard aluminum case. And your iX20 came with that times two. Well, so the iX20, the (laughs) the 20 itself, like just the plain 20, comes with a single case. Oh, I got you. When you get the SE, it comes with a dual case that will hold two two radios. So I've got my iX12 in that one now also, which is nice because if you go anywhere and you want to do a buddy box or anything like that, you have both of your radios there. They're easy to set up. Yep. You can just and they're both protected, and yep. yeah, you can just grab one case and have them all together. And there's room in there for tools and all that kind of stuff, too. So yep. they did a really good job with it. And like I yep. said, so far, which I've only flown 10 flights with it now, I really like that radio. Yep. It just feels solid. Like, it yep. feels good. It's quick. Like, compared to the iX12, yeah. <laughs> it is very fast. Yeah. Switching models is like three seconds, if that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's quick. As opposed to the 12, which was 30 seconds or whatever yeah, it ended up whatever. taking. Which I just want to comment. Uh, my iX12 performed flawlessly the whole week. 
Um, I was very happy with my radio. As some of the listeners may remember, I'm not a huge fan of my particular iX12 because it was so slow and laggy and you go from screen to screen and there's delays. And I had zero of those issues at Jonal. So I don't know if it's if it's because it's trying to connect to a Wi-Fi here at the house or download updates. I turned all that stuff off, you know, watch the YouTube videos on how to do it because I'm, you know, me. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, Joe and all, man, it uh, it performed flawlessly. I had no issues other than the whole the slow boot time, which I think that's just the way it is. It's the other thing that it wasn't that much slower than yours, to be honest. Your iX12, because right, you know, we started them remember at the same time, and they yeah. both kind of came up about the same time, so. Which I'm used to that, so that yeah, one that's didn't bother me. But still fun to make fun of it. But <laughs> I know. <laughs> but like, so with yours, do you ever notice an issue at our field? If I've noticed an issue there, it's not as a big an issue as it is at the house. Like I, I don't have any negative memories of it. Yeah, at the field, it's not stood out being to you being slow. Yeah, no, just okay. it's just always here at the house. It seems like. Yeah, it's probably something to do with. Updates. I'm sure there's a setting there somewhere that I have, you know, skipped over. But I know that I, anyway, I just wanted to say my iX12, I'm very happy with it at Joe yeah. <laughs> And like I said, there was nothing wrong with mine either. Like I'm, that's been a good radio, but, you know. Now you have a better one. I should not have to upgrade radios for many, many years now. Yeah, that one should be, that one should be good for a I was while. Just, I was just thinking that because when... What was it? I ended up, I ended up looking at the uh, the video that we shot and took of the trash can telemaster. Okay. And I didn't realize that was still with my DX8. Yeah. So I don't think I've had that iX12 all that long. Mm-mm. Well, no, you bought an indicator last yeah, but year. I, it was just last year. I don't know why I thought I yeah, had not that. Not this year, but like last if, year. Like if if you would have asked me how long have you had this beforehand, I probably would have said, oh, three or four years, easy. Mm-mm. It doesn't seem like nope. it's not. You bought it at long. last year's was, not 2022 so Decatur. Yeah. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> that just doesn't seem like From a DX8 so to an iX20 SE in less than two years. That's pretty good. Well, yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> but that's not all you bought, by the way. You bought the receiver and you bought the transmitter. But that's not all you bought at Joe Nall. Please remind me because I don't remember what. I can't believe you don't remember this. I'm going to be excited. I hope the the airplane stand chair combo. Oh yeah, that's okay. That's we all. all got are you kidding those. me? Yeah, I'm not. Did you see me use that. my? Like I bought one too. Um, did you see me when I was using it to take the telemaster apart? Did you see how? No, I didn't. Convenient see that, that was. No, dude. I so tell what it is. Oh, I I'm sorry about that. Uh, so yeah, Sullivan. Well. I don't know if that was actually the Sullivan company, but there was a no, it wasn't. Uh, hobby shop, let's say, there. And they were selling these chairs, these camping chairs. Um, they're almost like a hammock kind of a thing. They, yeah. There's, you know, anyway, but you can take the chair fabric part of it off and put these 3D printed deals that are... Doohickeys. Doohickeys that are <laughs> Y-shaped, and they pin to the where the chair mounts. And now it's got it's this nice elevated plane stand that you can work on your plane without having to get on your knees and bend over or whatever. Yeah. Super, super. I, I love it. Like, yeah. I, I'm so happy I bought it. It's not the most comfortable chair. No, it's but not. But here's the thing that sold me on it. Um, for flying sailplanes. Oh, it's going to be 
perfect for that. Because it is like a hammock type chair where as like you need a bucket or something for your feet. Or a cooler. Or something yeah. to put it on. That was yeah. one thing they were talking about too, how much more comfortable it is when you actually have something to put your feet on. But the way it reclines back, like you can look straight at the sky. And if if you're sitting there with a you know, a glider that's gonna be up for an hour, mm-hmm. that will be a very comfortable yeah. way of doing yeah, it. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing about you flying the glider in that chair because I, I think that's going to be a really hot setup. Yeah. So with that and then with the uh, the ability to have that be a plane stand, it, that was well worth the, the purchase, but not not as exciting to me. as Well, no, as not as a, exciting as yeah. an iX-20, but yeah, so I was really excited about it. Like I, yeah. I'm still like smiling about it, how <laughs> how awesome it was to work on the Telemaster. Gosh, I'm flailing my arms around. I'm so excited. You're not used to being here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to take the Telemaster apart, man, it was it was perfect because you know you got the struts and the bolts, and, you know, that you got to fiddle with, and it just made that so much nicer. Well, I'm going to be honest. I didn't see you do that, and I haven't used it yet, so I might be more excited once I actually put it to yeah. use for what it was designed well, and designed the, for. The big Telemaster, that your ginormous one, should fit on it too. Oh, you think so? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, those those things are they come out pretty far. Okay. So, yeah, I, mean, I think you'll it. like we'll it. See. Yeah, I know I love it so. But yeah, yeah, I just wanted to mention you bought one of those too. Yeah. I think I know of what, five people or six people that bought those? Yeah. Yeah, There's several. Of them. Yeah, Jeff bought one and I think a couple of the other guys yeah. uh, wrote down, I guess. I think they and bought them too. you saw a lot of them There was around a lot of them there. on the line. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people using them. So, you yep. know, good idea. Like I said, that was, or like you said, that was a 3D printed or printed part mm-hmm. that they made. and Pretty heavy duty too. Yeah. Like it's very. Yeah, I'm not worried about it falling apart. No, it's, it's better but, than PVC. Like it's thicker than just your regular old PVC stuff you would hack together like I got in my garage. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, it did a good job though. So. Yep. For you. So yeah, that's uh, that kind of covers our purchases. Yeah. What else you got? You got some? I saw a couple going. Yeah. Well, did you want to talk about crashes, or you want to talk about say combat saw... first, which will lead into crashes? Oh, let's go into combat. I forgot you did combat. <laughs> uh, yeah. So oh, your combat. Like I'm giggling already. <laughs> so an event at Joe Nall is combat, and they do it. I guess they do it Wednesday night, Thursday night, and Friday night. I guess. At 6. At 6 o'clock, yep, yeah, right on the electric line. Uh, and it's run what you run, electric. You know, it has to be electric because it's on the electric line, duh. Um, <laughs> but it's run what you run. You bring whatever you want that you don't want to take home with you, and you fly it with 25 other or more people that have the same idea you do, um, and you get them all in the air at the same time, and it's like a demolition derby for airplanes. So I didn't know this was a thing there. Like, I didn't know that. I didn't this. either. Had I known <laughs> ahead of time, I may have prepared differently. Yeah. Because golly, how much fun was that? So Joe <laughs> had an airplane that they put in the first day. Yeah, Joe from uh, the Rhode, Rhode Island bunch. And he, actually, I was very surprised. He didn't get taken down, but he no. lost an aileron. Yeah. Like he lost an aileron at the beginning part of the combat and he was still, he's a good pilot apparently. Oh, he's a very good pilot. He was able to fly around with one aileron, one aileron. and have no issues whatsoever. <laughs> you would not have um, known he now, was missing an aileron. This is a float plane. Let's, <laughs> let's make sure we say that because yes. when he landed, yeah. it tore off the tail. 
the well, tore off the, the rudder. Or the yeah, the rudder yeah. came off. Pulled the bottom of the rudder out of the airplane, which makes sense because it's a sailplane, float plane, float plane. Say, wow, I got that backwards. But anyway, it's a float plane <laughs> right. that has no gear, so there's no tail wheel. There's nothing to keep that up off the ground. Yeah. And it's a pusher, you know, right? It's got a big, ginormous electric motor on the back. That... What was the wingspan on that? I never measured it, but if I had to guess, I'd say it's probably fifty-six ish. 56 inches, maybe. I was thinking five feet, so we're yeah. probably right around the same thing then. Yeah. Um, and so after that, he told you pretty much go ahead and. Yeah, if get you want to fix it. For next time. Yeah, and, you can use my radio and battery and you just fly it Thursday. Mm-hmm. Which Thursday got rained out, but, yeah, uh, but Friday, Friday you ended up doing it. Oh my gosh. How'd that it go was for you? So much fun. Well, it was the most fun I've had in 10 seconds in a long time. Because that's how long it lasted. Yeah, it wasn't very long at all. No. But uh, to be honest, um, it's a big target. Like most of the airplanes that were flying there were wings, flying wings. Yeah. Most of them. Well, yes, but Which, there were some other ones no, that there I were. was surprised. There were. Um, yeah, there was quite a selection of uh, of airplanes in the in the air for this combat. But The very nice looking EDF F-16 yeah. surprised me. But I would say that... The float plane was probably the biggest target yeah. in the not the most the, expensive, but the, the biggest. Air. Oh yeah, um, <clears throat> but no, the you know so the tone goes off or, or they count it down and it and this thing really for a float plane in dry grass it took off really easy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, I repaired it from uh, from the Wednesday prior, uh, removed the tip floats and added a little bit of droop to the ailerons to try to give me a little more flight time, which okay, <laughs> didn't matter. Didn't matter. Um, but yeah, they you know they count it down. We take off, and I'm and I have a strategy, right? So my strategy is I'm going to take off. I'm going to get the motors pulled up, you know, as they're counting down, and then when they say go, I'll already be a, almost at max RPM. So hopefully the launch will go quick. And then my goal was once it's airborne, I'm going to make a right turn, right over the runway, and try to take out as many that are taking off that I can. Right? Well, that you know they they all got off quicker than I did, so. Um, and I got off what I thought was pretty quick for a float plane on grass. Um, so that strategy didn't pan out. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to climb, get some altitude, and I'm just going to dive right through the middle of this hornet's nest of airplanes that are buzzing around right over the runway. And that's my next strategy. And about the time I advance the throttle to start climbing, a wing, a flying wing, comes and like hits the back of the, of the, of the plane I'm flying, it takes out the right elevator half, which is the elevator half that actually has the control horn, you know, because it's one of those elevators that's got a joiner, mm-hmm. you know, and took off the bottom of the rudder, which also happened to have the control horn that controls the <laughs> rudder. So in one strike, took out the entire control mechanism of this airplane. So then, yeah, it was just pretty much a nosedive straight into the ground. But man, did I have fun. It was, was so much fun. Splinters. Yeah, we'll have to post the picture. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it it uh, you know when you hear people talk about rekitting an airplane, that's exactly what that was. It was a rekitting of a balsa airplane. Yeah, it was impressive. Yeah, like I missed the actual crash. Like it was behind somebody's. Yeah, plane, it was. Yeah. So I didn't actually get to see that. But uh, you can see the impact of of the two airplanes in the air though on the video you got. Yeah, just. Barely, barely. Like but, it was almost off frame, but it was uh, it was pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it had lasted longer, but it like fifteen seconds is being generous. Yeah, 
Like that's how quickly it, have it to go happened. Back, I have to go back to the video to see exactly how long it was. But yeah, yeah it was not very long at all. Yeah, I think 15 seconds is, is being generous. Because I, like I said, I made the right turn kind of once I got airborne and I discovered that all the planes were already gone. So then it was like, okay, I'm going to climb, advance the throttle. Oh, bang, now I'm on my way down and crash. Yeah. It was a good time. But it was fun. To, like how many did we counted, right? It was like 25 20 or 25. I don't 20, remember exactly what yeah, it was, but yeah. It was more than 20. Um, airplanes in the air in about a, what, 100-yard by 200-yard box of airspace, maybe? Give or take, yeah. That's probably safe. <laughs> uh, it was so much fun. <laughs> I still I still giggle. Until thanks, Joe, time. by the way, uh, if you're listening. Thanks for letting me, uh, well, thanks for letting me destroy that airplane. I appreciate it. Yeah. Next year, we'll have to figure something else out. Oh, yeah. I've already got a strategy. Well, we're not going to tell. No, no, no. I'm not telling anybody. <laughs> not even me? No. Wow. Because no, you might want to do it, too. So? It's fun. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, like I said, we'll have to find so anyway, yeah. or something. So that leads, yeah. Seems to be the way Definitely. to um, So that leads into crashes. I mean, that, that combat flight ended in a crash, and we did see a few crashes not, at Jonal. Not a ton of big crashes. No. There were several. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what, there was an airplane that, as he, he was, like we were sitting watching, he was pitted just to the right of us. Do you remember what that one was? It was big. With a gear issue? Yeah, it was some extreme flight 3D plane. No, it wasn't. No, no, no. I'm talking about the one, almost looked like a World War II or something like that. Where we were camping? No. Oh. When we were sitting at the, the pits with, uh, I think it was with Jeff. Was it under their tent? On the main line. Doesn't matter. So it was a, it was a good-sized airplane. It was prob- at least a 10-foot wingspan kind of thing. And he flew, and it looked like he was very tail-heavy. He was porpoising quite a bit and stuff. And then his gear was just flopping. Like, he wasn't able to get it up or down. Oh, okay, yeah. And then it looked all of like a, sudden, a TBM Avenger is what it looked okay, like. Okay, there you yeah. go. So, yeah. whatever Big, big, era big scale warbird. Yeah. yeah. World War II, yeah. Good looking airplane. It was. Yeah, um, it still is. It still is. But yeah. anyway, so he ended up having to land without gear. Mm-hmm. Like, he was lucky enough to get it to where the gear sucked all the way up, and then mm-hmm. he wasn't going to chance it. Uh, so he came in and landed with the gear up, and that was... Not a bad landing, but mm-hmm. he actually brought quite a bit of dirt up with him when yeah. he landed. You could see it yeah. in the video. Um, so we saw that one. I didn't actually see, but there was a, a, a Havoc XL. Mm. That This is a big, big jet. Big like XL jet, because yeah. mm-hmm. XL for extra large. Right. <laughs> um, that ended up going into the trees yeah. at the end of the line. Yeah. And, I mean, they're prepared for this. They had a huge cherry picker like man lift kind of thing yeah. that went out there and they found it yeah. and got it out of the tree and stuff yeah. and ended up bringing it back. There's a, I have a picture of them on the back of a, it was like a John Deere Gator kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it was easily like the fuselage was twice as long as the Gator was wide. Yeah. That makes as sense. The bed of, yeah, yeah. As the yeah. bed of the Gator. Yeah. So, it, so it was, it was a, a big, big airplane. airplane. Yeah. Um, and then I actually I saw another one. It was a little EDF or something on the the, the E line. So it actually crashed 
like I see crashes on the simulator. <laughs> it was so funny. I've never seen one do this before. So apparently when they crashed, they forgot to put it down to, to low throttle, and they just had it on. And it just sit, or it sat there. It crashed, so it was still kind of in its pieces, and then just spun in circles. <laughs> just the fuselage on the spun runway. in circles yeah. on the runway with all of its pieces scattered, scattered strewn around about, it. <laughs> strewn about, and it was just going in circles with the EDF running. Like I said, just like you see on the simulator. Just like I was pretty impressed with that. Yeah. That was the first time I'd ever seen that <laughs> in real life. Yeah. Anytime I crash on the simulator like that with one of those and it does, I'm like, that's not how it, like that doesn't happen. Well, it sure does. <laughs> Apparently, that is what it looks like. That is exactly and what it I looks like very when you forget to bring the throttle back. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, th- those were the only crashes that I kind of saw the aftermath at well. Somebody else had an RV-8 that they crashed in the pond. I'm not going to name names, but it was somebody we we knew. Um, apparently, one of the servos went out in the tail. Mm-hmm. and Nosedive right into the pond. And broke off. Like, like the whole the airplane was pretty much disintegrated. Oh, yeah. And the motor, propeller, and ESC, I guess, are in the bottom of the lake. Yeah. That hurts. That does hurt. But... Sorry, you who shall not be named. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, like I said, I, I don't remember any actual other crashes that we saw. That we witnessed, yeah. We heard of several others, the big turbine A-10 that went down. Yeah. Um, There's a couple other ones quite we a, saw. Quite a few incidents on the 3D line. Well, that's One guy, kind of to be expected. Well, right. But uh, apparently, and there's, this is on YouTube, a guy landed with half of uh, yeah. half a wing. Yeah. Like, I think a complete panel was missing and he did the whole knife edge thing and landed it yeah yeah so that was we missed that but that was cool i got to see it on youtube yeah and then there was one that whatever happened i guess actually on the 3d line ended up in the pilot station like hit the oh the yeah part where you're supposed to be behind flying yeah um and i mean there were a few that doinked it over there but like i said that's kind of more to be expected it happens with that kind of thing there, yeah. especially when you're trying to dump yeah. your tail in the water and all that kind of stuff but yeah and something else that uh, that kind of hurt too i took a picture of it um there was this beautiful blue and white uh gbr3 you know the the fantasy what gbs would have made maybe if they'd stayed in business a few years longer um beautiful big airplane had a big uh two stroke gas twin on it mounted Vertically instead of horizontally, which was cool because the cowl was kind of elongated. That yeah. way it had the exhaust coming out the side, which I thought was kind of neat. But apparently, shortly after I took the picture of it, it uh, apparently met its met its demise. Didn't see it happen, but we heard about it. Yeah. It was a flight right after you took the picture of it. Yeah. So, yeah. And it almost seemed like the guy wasn't too sure about that airplane because they were oh, working okay. on setting stuff up and all that. Like I was oh. listening to him after you had gone because you went up and talked to him. Um, yeah, I think I just uh, just a, just a general things. conversation like, oh, it's a really pretty airplane. You mind if I take a picture of it? That sort of thing. Yeah, but as we started to go down the line a little bit more, I heard somebody else come up to him and was talking to him about it. So I don't know the whole story, but yeah, that was sad to sad yeah. to see too. Pretty airplane. Um, I didn't see the aftermath, so hopefully it can be. Yeah, fixed. I didn't either. Like I, I never did see them retrieve it. Yeah. So maybe it's not as bad. As maybe it's not. I hope, maybe it's good, and he can get it done. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah. But crashes happen there. Yeah. So always have your camera ready. Yes. <laughs> and it's it's hard to be everywhere yeah. all the time. I mean, that's the thing with this place. It's just so big. Yeah. And it's so fun. Like, I originally planned on taking pictures to post on Facebook and do all that stuff when we were there. But by the time I got there, I just 
started having fun and <laughs> I just enjoy, like I literally enjoyed myself. I think more in that week than I have with a lot of other things. Yeah. So it was good to kind of reset. Right. And I can't wait to go back. Yeah, I'm talking about the talking about the crashes again. Um I think these were the extreme flight guys. I'm I'm not positive, but they have an airplane there that uh, I guess is has been well used. A big big 120 cc size. Oh, on the kinda, 3D line. Yeah, some kind of yeah. extra edge. Not a not a bad looking airplane until you kind of get up close to it. It's not pretty. You can see that it's it's been, been a lot. It's 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 um delivered a lot of fun to whoever's been flying it. Anyway, there's a video of it and it doing some wild 3D stuff on the line close in and it crashes. It's not really a crash, really kind of more of a doink, I would call it. Hard uh, but it did do some damage and you know, we found it in the on the 3D line up there at the pavilion. We took some pictures of it. Well, apparently, I saw on YouTube today popped up on my feed they repaired it and put it back in the air so good for them scrappy metal that's the name that they gave the airplane i love that airplane yeah so if you know of what i'm talking about hit us up and let us know what you know about it it looks like it's one that has has given like you said a lot of joy to a lot of people (laughs) yeah it's been ridden hard and put away wet yeah but uh yeah i think it was the day after we saw it messed up or two days later Mm -hmm. it I mean, you could tell it was flyable again. Oh, yeah. The lights back yeah, they had in and all Put that the lights stuff. back. Yeah, because they were flying it at night. I didn't see it yeah. fly, but I saw it sitting out there, and yeah. it was well, like it was ready to go. Yeah. If you look it up on YouTube, it's flying again. So yeah, good, that, good on them for keeping that airplane going. That's the funny thing, too. On, on Facebook, I noticed this is when all the, the photos and all the yeah. videos and the photo dumps and yeah being put on. So it's good to be able to, to go through there and see some of those and kind of relive what I miss at this point. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. I want to go back so bad. Yeah. I do too. I, I'm, yeah. So much fun. <laughs> I mean, where do you really, I mean, I've said it on, you know, on the other recordings we did, but like it's, I'm not really good with words anyway, but to try to describe that whole experience, it, it's just, you just, it's just something if you can make it happen, you yep. should try to make it happen. Cause even if you can only go for a few days, do it if you if you can make it work. Yeah, because it is it is like no other. But I will say the whole week being there, I would like to do that again. Yeah, like okay, I don't so, want to do just a couple days here, a couple days there. I would like to make it the whole week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, favorite plane? Do you have a favorite plane you saw while you were there? It's still got to be the Demoiselle. Yeah. I never realized how small they were <laughs> in real life. In real yeah. life, you saw full size one. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if you noticed or not, when I was going through pictures after we got home, it actually says one-to-one on the tail. Oh, like the end number? Yeah, it's like one, two dots, one. Oh, that's so awesome. I was pretty impressed with that. Oh, that's awesome. So. Okay. Uh, I would have to say my favorite was probably that uh, blue and white GB R3 yeah. that I saw. Yeah. Um, oh, sounds like Lori's home. Or no, oh, no Jake's Jake. here. Hey, Jake. It's all right. <laughs> um, but... Uh, Anyway, that was my favorite was the the GB and hopefully like you said hopefully not a huge crash hopefully it's flying again today but that's yeah. probably my favorite because I'm a sucker for that style of airplane you know what I mean Yep but uh good looking pretty. plane So do we want to get into for next year what we would do differently uh, we can else? we can touch on that pretty quick like I don't want to okay. cuz we talked so much in the other that's shows true, about That's true we did what we were what to know, all that kind of stuff. 
So okay. maybe before we go next year, we can hey, there a, you go. a primer on that's a good, that's what a, to do when you go there. That's a good idea. But premium site we got to try and do next year. Yeah. Um, actually, no. Don't try and do a premium site. <laughs> right. No, no one else needs to try to get no. one because they're really not worth it's it. It's not at worth all. it at all. It's, it's, it's <laughs> pointless. Take lots of pictures. Lots of pictures. Golf carts going back. Um if you've got space for an extra easy up, set up an easy up on one of your favorite lines. Yeah, that's a good thing too. That like way I you got a place that. to that way you got a place to camp out if you yep if you want. So other than that, I think it. we can we can talk about stuff next year before we go. I like it. But whatever you're doing now, stop. Put this on your calendar for next year, <laughs> right? And make it a point to go. If you yeah, if you can if you can make it, I would highly recommend it. I mean, like Jeff said it. I've said it, you know, what, what was a bucket list item is now is now something I, I feel the need to do every year. Yep. At least for the next few years until we get sick of it, which may never happen. Yeah, you can. Yeah, so. Anything else? Anyway, no, can... that uh, that should just about cover the, the Joe Nall wrap-up. We had a blast. Um, it was really neat meeting people who listened to us ramble on. Um, that was uh, really, I, I really got a lot out of that. So mm-hmm. thank you to everybody who came up and said hi. Mm-hmm. And we'll do a better job of bringing, like, stuff with us next year to give away. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, we had, you know, decals, stickers, whatever you want to stickers. call them. Decals. Decals uh, to give away. So hopefully next year we'll, we'll... But also, like, I didn't have them with me most of the time. So well, I didn't that's true. think about it. Yeah. So um, we need to keep them in the golf cart. So, yeah. For for sure next year we'll have more of that kind of thing. And, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll stock up on some shirts and things like that. So we can kind of hand those out to, to yeah. folks that want them too. Awesome. Nice. Well, cool. It's been fun. I'm glad we got to do this. Me too. And do you want to say anything else? No. I think that about covers it. Then until next time, I'm Ron. I'm Tom. And he will be back in months. Yeah. (laughs) Good night. Good night. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the RC Plane Lab podcast. For topic suggestions, to ask questions, or to give any feedback, connect with us at rcplanelab.com or email us direct at either ron at rcplanelab.com or tom at rcplanelab.com. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail at 818-351-9846. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, may your landings be gentle.